Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Inside Track, brought to you exclusively by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine. I am your host and publisher, Greg Tutmiler. We're talking today with Georgia native Pee Wee Moore, an acclaimed outlaw country singer-songwriter who tours an average of 45,000 miles a year, performing an an endless string of one-night stands, honky-tonks, festivals, and theaters. Welcome, Pee Wee. Hey, thank you. Man, that's a lot of road miles. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely added up over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think um, uh, we traded a couple emails a couple days ago. You, you've been out at Sturgis, is that right, performing? Yes. That's, um, we did our eighth consecutive year out there this year. And uh, we did a little thing called the the Dakota Territory Riders Festival. It's kind of a separate thing from Sturgis, but it still kind of ties into it. Yeah, okay. That's cool. So you've been from Georgia to Tennessee to Texas, back to Tennessee uh, in your musical career. Tell me a little bit about that, that journey for you and how you got started. Well, I grew up in uh, a little town called Fort Overford, Georgia, and it's it's just right on the border of Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's just right across five minutes, maybe. Is that and uh, so I spent most of my time as a musician in Tennessee anyway, uh, starting out and, mm-hmm. and just uh, had uh, had lived there back and forth between Georgia and Tennessee, and then uh, moved out to Austin in 2010, uh, just because I, you know, loved, loved some of the music that came out of the, the area, and uh, it was a great great experience for me and I met a lot of good people and uh, a lot of good friends and contacts in the, the business there and kind of uh, ended up going back home because I, I was uh, on the road just as much as I was anywhere else so mm-hmm. I, I, I wasn't in Austin <laughs> all that much <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your earlier influences how you actually uh, got started in music to begin with uh, you know I, I grew up I, Listening to uh, to Waylon and Willie and uh, Donny Cash and those guys 
from uh, my mom and my uncle. They were musicians, and they were real big into the outlaw mo- movement, and they uh, they play guitar and sing and wrote songs themselves. But uh, it really turned me on to that music back back when I was a kid, and uh, just kind of it just stuck with me. And you you um, I, I'm assuming played during high school and 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 got started in different bands from there that early yeah. for you. Uh, actually, I started playing guitar when I was nine. Okay. And uh, I played in some in elementary school. We I had a band together, and it was, it was, oh wow, cool. We, we got together and did some jamming, and just you know, just played around. And mm-hmm. at, at my, my buddy's bedroom, and I think we did the talent show at the, at the elementary school in sixth grade. Just uh, been playing for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Um. The the style. Um, uh, outlaw country, and and listening to to some of your music, I, I hear even uh, honky tonk in there. Is that just a natural progression? The 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 style that you play is that just comes out of your influence with family? How how did you how did you finally kind of settle in on the the uh, outlaw country Americana uh, genre for yourself? Uh, you know, the, the outlaw part of it is really just about not conforming to the mainstream uh, country music genre, you know, which mm-hmm. is not even country music anymore. Uh, but and just kind of doing it my own way, and I've I've, I've been able to do that. But the uh, you, you know you mentioned some of the the honky tonk and and stuff. I, I've always been a fan of guys like you know Hank Williams and Ernest Tubb and mm-hmm. uh, and you know all those guys. But uh, you know I, I love that kind of music and. And, uh, you know, up into the 70s with the, the Willie and the Waylon, where they turned it a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it just uh, the whole spectrum of, of real country music, I, you know, I love all of our stuff. And I see you've gotten to play with a lot of your um, musical heroes. What's that been like for you? Oh, it's been a blessing and an honor. It's it's uh, really, it's, yeah. every time I, I get to play with a, a hero of mine that's still alive. I'm just blown away by it. What are the What are the circumstances that have you know got you? I mean, I'm looking at the list here: Chris Christopherson, uh, David Allen Coe, Ralph Stanley, Dwight Yoakam, Charlie Daniels. I mean, that that's just a the beginning of the list. What What is it that a lot of people would love to play with those guys? How How have you managed to find yourself in the right place to to be able to to uh, get on stage with those guys? Uh, you know, connections and uh, just sticking to my guns and trying to bring a quality show wherever I've been throughout the years, it's, it's really helped me out in a lot of ways. Uh, it, it, it's kind of funny because the, the David Allen Co. stuff came about because we knew some uh, some of the Outlaw Motorcycle Club and the Chris Coverson Chris thing came about because we were in with the Hells Angels out on the West Coast. And okay. They all got it with you. <laughs> It's pretty interesting how it all kind of connects together. Yeah, yeah. And and you're writing all most of your songs, original material. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the new record, we I actually cut a couple of covers that I've just thrown in my repertoire over the years. One is Georgia on the Fast Train that Billy Joe Shaver wrote, and I've I've been a fan of that one for years, and it's kind of got a special place in my heart because I'm a Georgia boy, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Born and raised, and then uh, the other song is uh, Thunder Road, which is a 
a Robert Mitchum song that he'd written and sang in the movie, and he did the whole movie, directed the movie, produced the movie, the whole, whole nine yards. But mm-hmm. it, it, it was kind of it was kind of a, a thing to me, also because my granddad was a moonshiner and he 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 ran it and got okay. a lot of trouble and all the other stuff. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the songwriting process for you. Uh, you know, they they just kind of come to me, really. I, I used to try to push it and just finish them, but uh, sometimes it'll I'll, I'll get a line in my head, and I'll, I'll work on that, and uh, if it becomes strained, I'll hold off for a little bit and kind of keep it on the back burner, and then it'll come back around. I, I don't usually try to push it. I just kind of let it flow pretty easy, naturally. Have you ever gotten to write songs with some of these folks that you've uh, been able to play with over the years? Has any collaborations come out of that? Uh, you know, I've wrote several songs with uh, with Roger Allen Wade, who kind of gave me my my start when I was when I was a young guy, and uh, I, I started hitting the honky tonks and around Chattanooga, and, and he was playing everywhere, and I asked him if I could open for him, and he. Uh, he said, yeah, come on, and I, I opened for him and then played guitar for the rest of the night and then ended up playing with him for a couple of years. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, I've written some songs with him, and he's, I mean, he's a solid gold songwriter. He, he wrote Country State of Mind that Hank Jr. did, and mm-hmm. he wrote uh, American by Birds, Southern by the Grace of God that, that Waylon and Johnny Cash cut. And mm-hmm. Just all this, he's got a, a crazy list of songs that have been cut by heroes of mine, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Are, are you? Um, do you travel with a band, or, or are you the singer-songwriter artist type when you when most, you're performing? Most of the time, I'm with the band. I've, I've got um, a three-piece band. Sometimes we add a pedal steel and do a four-piece, but usually it's a three-piece uh, with a electric guitar, bass, and drums. Uh, but then again, I do some some acoustic shows as well. They're, they're fewer and far between these days. Mm-hmm. Do you have a particular type of venue that, uh, you know, we talked about the honky-tonks and festivals and, and theaters. Is there um, a particular type of venue that um, that you you prefer or that you find yourself in more times than not that, that you really enjoy? Well, you know, I mean, we always love playing the smaller, intimate clubs, but there's also some, some B-class venues that are bigger and some, some old-timey Historical theaters that are very cool too. Mm-hmm. Any, any way that people appreciate the music and you know everybody's cool and and uh, that that that's where we want to be. You know. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you done much? Uh, have you had a chance to do any European tours? I haven't. We've actually been talking about it for uh, for next year, and I think we're going to line that up. We've had a few offers, some stuff come through uh, for Italy and Germany and uh, France. Mm-hmm. That's I've great. Got some, Pretty good contacts in uh, in England too. Yeah. So I think we're, we're going to try to hit it up. Uh, I saw where you um, have played with different groups. At, at some point, um, you, you kind of made the choice to to make this a solo career. What what was the catalyst for you for that? Well, it's it's just um, it's hard being in a band and having the democracy of members having to you know having to get clearance to, to do everything, you know, to go on the road or report a record or do anything, you know. It's, it's a it's a hard thing if you have multiple members with input. 
saying, "Oh, I can't do this. You mm-hmm. know, we can't. Oh, we can't tour. We, we have to. We have to do this. You know." And mm-hmm. for me, it's always been about getting out on the road and and taking the music out to the people, and and uh, it's hard to do sometimes when other guys don't want to do it or. Their girlfriends don't want to do it, sure. or their wives, or they have kids, or jobs they want to would rather work, or or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. What's a what's a road tour look like for you? Are you is it strategic? Are you you kind of go out and you're out for a long haul? Or are you in and out of, out of your home base? We do uh, from 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 spring till late fall. We're pretty hard and heavy on the road. Uh, we, you know, we're we're out for more than a month at a time usually. Okay. And um, usually it ends up being a couple months, and then we'll go back home for, you know, maybe a week, take care of some stuff, and hit back out. But usually during, you know, from from early spring to late fall, we're we're heavy on the road, and then when it hits winter time, we're we're usually back home, and then we'll go out for maybe a week run here and there, and stick the weekend stuff that we can hit within you know six eight hours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and and that puts you out uh how many dates a year are you are you guys playing right now i you know I, i've actually slowed down the last couple of years because we we started cutting venues out that were just kind of stops between places that weren't really working out for us uh-huh. and uh i was doing around three to 350 dates a year wow about every day and then you know you as you as you play for several years like that you learn that some of those venues really aren't working out for you sure yeah so so you kind of cut out the cut out the ones that really aren't important and then you do uh do the important stuff so you're not really wearing yourself out yeah now we're now we're doing probably about around 200 to 225 days a year okay and and you've been uh, playing that type of schedule for how long? How long has this this been uh, a career like that for you? It's been eight years solid with that kind of schedule. Okay, wow. That that uh, that does add the miles up quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> and your um, um, new CD, American Outlaw, and, and that's is that out or on its way out? It's out. It actually uh, it it dropped on the fourteenth of July. Okay, so just out, uh, a little less than a yep. month. Okay, so tell me tell me about that. What uh, that, that's the new project, and and I, I presume that's the one you're touring, promoting right now. Yeah, we did that one with um, with Rusty Knuckles, and um, you know I, I I talked to Ralph a, a while back about doing a record with him, and uh, got on board with it, and we we worked it out, and. Uh, I went in the studio and I was going to. I had the idea of recording, you know, somewhere between eleven to thirteen songs, and went in and ended up laying sixteen tracks down that we felt that we really needed to keep. So we we made a pretty big record out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's more than what uh, a lot of folks normally do. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good listen. It you know you can you can put it in in the the player and and go for over an hour with it. <laughs> and it's still still kind of pretty much in line with with the things that you've done before but um i I hear a little bit of difference um um in there too is that was that intentional just just progressive for your songwriting tell me a little bit about the process of of the music on that it's it's 
it's a little progressive. Um, you know, it, I don't know. Maybe it's part of getting older and growing and and all that. You know. Mm-hmm. And what, what's the what's the cut that's dropping on that one for you right now? Uh, Flathead Eight, everybody's loving. It's it's a it's a song about a hot rod, mm-hmm. and uh, people love that one. They love the a song I wrote called Woman. It's a it's a real it's a yeah, it's a love song, but yeah. it, it's real. I don't know. It, it moves it moves well. Yeah. Good. Okay. Tell me, um, is there a is there a point that sticks out in your mind that um, kind of feels like a defining moment? You know, a, a moment where you you just knew this was this was clicking, this was going to work, this is this was going to be the the path, and and you know you'd you'd reached kind of the 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 stride that you wanted to be with this. You know it. it it continues to happen. Actually, it, it, every time we play with one of our heroes or uh, just get to do what we're doing and, mm-hmm. and progressing in in a career sense, it, it just keeps kind of proving itself to be the right path of what we're supposed to be doing. Okay, that's awesome. Do the mm-hmm. um, do you, do you have a name for the band? Do, do, do they just? Yeah, I, I call them. Uh, I, I took around and called them the Awful Dreadfuls. Snakes back in the back when I first started doing it, 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 it kind of stuck. So it's it's doing more than awful dreadful snakes. Okay, that's great. And, and the new CD is uh, um, American Outlaw. Tell 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 me where uh, folks can can find you, find your music, get in touch. They can find me. Uh, my website's stewiemore dot com, and I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all that other stuff. And uh, uh, you can. Download the new record or order the new record at uh, RustyKnucklesMusic.com, and I, my two previous albums are on my website. You can download straight from there. And uh, all three on iTunes. Uh, mm-hmm. I I know the new one is. I think we we had some discrepancies with the first two, and we're about to relaunch those on iTunes. But okay. They've been pulled off from now. All right, great. Well, thanks, Pee-wee. I appreciate uh, getting a chance to talk with you and, and learn about the new record, and I, I wish you the best in, in uh, your touring schedule this summer. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Inside Track. We sure do appreciate you sticking around. Join us again real soon when we get together with another great artist and talking about their music. Have a great day. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.